What is up? Welcome back to The Visionary. Today, I am so excited to have a lifelong friend here with me, someone that um, I have done, had a lot of conversations with, a lot of deep conversations. You know, we're the same age, growing up together, doing a lot of things together, things like that. And uh, someone that's went through a lot here recently, a lot of change, a lot of different things going on in his life. And I'm so blessed and so happy to be able to walk down this path with him and uh, see him grow. Hence, the title of today's podcast, talking about our purpose and talking about where God wants us to go. And, you know, I, I prayed on it. I thought really hard on it. And this is the dude that I feel was perfect for this timing, for this topic. And uh, without further ado, I want to welcome our guest, Cole Beckham. What's up, man? How you been? Doing good, bro. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. All right. So what we like to do here at the very beginning of every podcast is uh, I want you to introduce yourself, to say your name, your age, uh, a little bit about who you are, what you do. And then uh, the question that we always ask our guest is, uh, what is the best advice that you've ever gotten? If you'll uh, end it off with that. Got you. How you doing? My name is uh, Cole Beckham. I am 20 years old. I am a I am now a social media influencer um, on TikTok and Instagram, a formal football player. And uh, oh, yeah. I would say the best advice I've ever gotten is um, I actually have a tattoo on my arm. It's uh, trust the process and enjoy the journey. Really just that was especially going through what I went through. That was really it was it was nice to look down and read that every once in a while just to reassure myself that's awesome and it's crazy that that kind of fits perfectly into what we're talking about and Absolutely. things like that so um let's go ahead and get right into it and so that the listeners and the watchers can understand a little bit what we're talking about and where we're coming from why don't you go ahead and just kind of lead off with your story the yeah. things that you've been through the stuff that's been going on all right, so um, I started out with, grew up, uh, both my parents are actually still pastors, um, got really into football through my dad, and I started playing a Pop Warner and played all the way through middle school and high school, and had a lot of colleges looking at me in high school, really excited, really just just amazed, just happy to be in the position I was in, and advice I didn't listen to was get my test scores correct. And uh, test scores were something that I didn't care about. I was like, okay, I'm a good ball player. I have grades, whatever. But test scores were something really that I needed that I didn't know I needed as much. So I ended up having to not get no offers out of high school, even with all the interests and ended up having one offer, which was a blessing to have an offer to pay for school was a, a, football scholarship to a, across the United States in Garden City, Kansas, and that Garden City Community College, I ended up having to go the JUCO route, which uh, is not a route that a lot of people can take, and it was a hard route that for sure taught me a lot of lessons, but um, really, COVID happened and ended up taking two of my seasons, uh, my spring season and then my fall season. And really the way that God lines up things, I, I wish I could have saw them in the moment. And I wish I could have saw them pre before I just 
realized I thought everything was falling apart really because how life worked for me was I had a season coming up and it was supposed to be my season. I was supposed to get a lot of offers, supposed to be the main guy. COVID happened and shut down the season. And I was actually graduating that early. So I graduated in December, which was after, supposed to be after the season. So I ended up graduating with my two-year degree early and ending up back home and thinking, okay, what is, what, is, what is next? Really, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to walk on to a school? Am I supposed to wait for a coach to call me? Am I supposed to just, what am I supposed to do? Because really just felt completely lost. I mean, I moved out to go to college and then moved right back in and crazy i mean I, I talked to you a bunch about it like what 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 would what did you do i mean you went through the ex, pretty much the exact same thing man ended up right back yeah. home right back where you started and which is to say the least the most probably the lowest i have ever been in my entire life realizing that i, I wanted to do so much more and i felt like i was called to so much more but i just felt like i was just stuck really in yeah. realizing that what I wanted to do since I was seven years old and have mm -hmm. that be my future in my life kind of just fall right in front of my face and then left with nothing else to do. And yeah, no, I, I completely, I feel you on that. No doubt. The exact same thing happened to me. Like you were saying, I mean, I, I wanted to go the baseball route. It was all I ever dreamed of. And then I got hurt. And I lost that entire thing. And, you know, that feeling of not being able to see what is next. Yeah. That, that lost feeling. You don't, you don't really know what to do. You, you're almost at a place where you're like, okay, God, like, what now? Yeah. You know, this is what I thought you were calling me to for so long. And now there's nothing. And, you know, that's where vision came in for me. Yeah. And uh, that's where God gave me the vision to create this ministry. But there was a long period in between to where I had to grow and to where I had to learn and do better things and have a closer relationship with God before he would give me that call yeah. and before he called me to those places. And, you know, it's a little bit different for you. And yeah. Yours wasn't a couple of years. Yours wasn't a couple of months. You had a crazy change, man. Yeah, it's ridiculous how how fast god works and how fast he takes something away how fast he is to give something back and it's 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 mm -hmm. it's really a blessing and it's amazing thing the predicament that i'm in and able to be with my sister especially in this environment really just looking after everybody and also growing my platform it's just yeah crazy man it's 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 i wake up every morning just thank god how just i'm blessed it's to be a major here. blessing crazy yeah for sure no doubt and so you know whenever we were talking about this whenever I was thinking about you know doing a podcast on this topic and doing something for those people that were where we were yeah you know what I mean I for so long when I was in that spot I was I was begging God almost like put something in my life that can help me understand why I'm where I'm at Yeah. or put something in my life that can at least like, why don't you just show me, you know, Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, show yeah. me where I'm supposed to go. Show me what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And, you know, I think really, you know, being in that moment and 
being in that lost place, you've lost what you dreamed of, what you felt you were called to. Because I felt the same way as you, like you were talking about to where it was like, I felt my calling was higher. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I truly, I still do feel like God wants to use me in huge ways. And God sure. wants to place me in an area to where I can do great things for him. And uh, I think it all comes down to the willingness of that. But whenever I was praying about it, whenever I was thinking about doing this and your name came up, I was like, that's perfect because we're both in places right now to where we haven't ultimately, you know, we haven't hit where we want to get. We're not, we're not all the way there. This is something that you went through like two months ago, three months ago. This is something that I went through like a year and a half, two years ago. This is still fresh on our minds. And so what I really want to do is, get our get both of our thoughts on the process inside of it you know the process inside of purpose and you know how whenever we were going through those moments what we see from it now looking back on it and things like that so one of the questions that i wanted to ask you is what things did you learn during those moments you know looking back on it now if you could tell somebody that's going through that what it is like what you wish you would have known what would that have been really and like to kind of add on the question you asked something that really i was also told as advice is nothing is a waste of time Mm. um looking back i thought that going to college and trying to pursue ball was just a waste of time i could already been started on what I wanted or I'm doing now but I had no clue and being in the unknown is a horrifying place but it's okay because everybody goes through it yeah um really it's a it's a really hard thing to just kind of not talk about but kind of process really like how everything happened yeah I mean if you would have, if you would have asked me, if you would have asked me a few years ago what I was going to do, I, I had my whole life planned out until retirement from the NFL. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's I always, I always spoke on. I told everybody I was going to be a professional football player. I was going to play for a minimum of ten years to get retirement check. <laughs> I would be married with three kids. I would live in a big house and retire, and that was my life. Mm-hmm. And I never thought that I would be all the way back home at. 20 years old just sitting in my room and really what I learned was not to not to dwell on what could have been but really you need to look forward to what is going to happen you need to manifest to speak it into existence I I couldn't I couldn't just sit there and be depressed anymore of what could I have done different well it doesn't matter because you can't rewind Mm -hmm. what you got to trust is what happened God let happen and it's going to be okay yeah you know, and it's, it's, uh, it's really hard to process that for sure, but it's going to be okay. And that's what I want to tell people. And that's really what the message that I want to get across too, is I felt alone for so long, mm-hmm. even with people saying that they believed in me and they trust me, man, but just that alone feeling would never go away. Yeah. And I will say, you're not alone as much as you feel alone there are people that are going through what you are going through and continue to go through it and if you need somebody reach out man yeah um yeah man it's 
alone is something that I learned not to be in yeah, this process. For sure. for sure. And I think it's really easy when you're in the situation to think you're alone. You know? Yeah. And when you're at that place and people ask you, hey, so what's next for you? So are you going to college? What are you going to do? You know, those are that things the things you questions. don't have the answer. It, you feel yeah. terrible. You feel like you don't have your life together, which really. Uh, You're like a failure. It, yeah. And, is, I mean, really. honestly, you don't have your life together in those moments, but no, that's okay. Not at all. You know, yeah. something that I now looking back on it that I revert to a lot is the story of David. You know, I, um, this when David was called to be the king of Israel, he didn't immediately go into the palace. He wasn't immediately put on the throne. He went back to the fields and was a shepherd first. And yeah. whenever I think about his entire journey, all the way up to coming into the throne, it was all him being obedient. He was serving in the fields as a shepherd. Then God placed obstacles in his life like the lion. And he had to use the stones to then slay these animals that were preying on his lot on his livestock. And so, you know, yeah. that enabled him to be prepared for when he was facing Goliath. If he wouldn't have faced those two animals beforehand, he would have never had the opportunity to practice or prepare himself to defend himself against someone like Goliath. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. something that a lot of people like to forget is also that David was serving when he got the opportunity to face Goliath because he wasn't right. a part of the army. His two brothers were. And yeah. his dad asked him to take food to his brothers. David easily right there. I know I would have said this. I would have told my dad, do you realize who I am? I'm about to be the king. <laughs> yeah. Like, and you're asking me to be Uber Eats for my brothers? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's... That would have been my outlook on it. But David's outlook, David's willingness to take those steps is what then led him to that place. And, you know, I think that happens in every person's life. I think it happened for you. I think it happened for me also. You know, God placed things in our life like you going to play football, like you going off to college. Because, you know, if you would have never went off to college and now you've moved to a house in Las Vegas, you wouldn't have known what it was like to live away from your family and things like that. You've oh, already been through that. I think that there's little things in our lives and even in the moments where we feel like we don't know us next, those moments are needed too. Yeah, it's like whenever I, whenever going back to David's story, he was called to several different things in his life. And throughout it, it says, and God was with David and God was with David. The reason it says that so many times in the Bible is because David was, was with God. You know, yeah. it was one of those things. David was constantly in his relationship with Christ. He was walking the path that God wanted him to walk. He was reading. He was studying. He was praying every day. He was living a righteous life. So then because his relationship was so strong, it led him to where he was supposed to go. And, you know, I think yeah. that now when people think they're alone, when people think that they're in the middle of their path and everything is lost, Maybe your calling's just to walk with God. Maybe you can't yeah. see anything. Maybe God hasn't shown you this big shiny thing on on a sign that's telling you, "Hey, you're gonna be a star," or anything like that. Maybe it's just you know, 
you're supposed to walk with me right now. This is time for me to yeah, walk by not faith, not by sight. Exactly. Definitely. Walk by faith, not by sight. That's perfect. And, you know, if I had to tell any person any advice that's in that position is just see it as an opportunity. It's an opportunity yeah. to not be working towards anything except growth and bettering yourself. Because in those times, you know, you have the opportunity to just focus on your relationship with God. You're not worried about practicing three times a day, playing football, working yeah. out every day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. doing those sorts of things and you have more time to where you can strengthen your relationship and you can be in a closer relationship with god and you know i think that would be my advice is to see it as an opportunity not as an option yeah because you know absolutely it's a chance for you to keep going it's a chance for you to do bigger and better things and you know that kind of leads us right into the next question that i had and it's how did you keep the faith in the unknown? You know, even when I sat down and talked with you in Jacksonville last time when you were still living there, we uh we talked about where you were in life and where I was in life. I, you still had faith that God was going to take you to the right place and that God was going to lead you in the right place. What helped you keep that faith? I will start out by saying it was definitely not a cakewalk. Um, definitely a lot of, a lot of doubts and fear tried to creep in and some ended up succeeding, which led me into dark days for sure. Um, but keeping the faith really after I had long conversations with my parents and a lot of prayer and really just felt the passion that I would still, when I would talk about the overlook of what I still wanted to do, regardless of how I did it, I would have tears just brought to my eyes and just, just cry about how, how badly I wanted to help these people, no matter if that was playing football to have that platform or social media or whatever I did. I mean, that, that passion and that drive and that feeling inside my heart that it wasn't over, that I'm not, I'm not called to go get a nine to five job. I felt that in my spirit since yeah. I was a kid, that that was never going to be me. And regardless of whatever path God took me, I was going to do great things for him and for the image that I wanted to create in his image. Mm -hmm. So really just along talks with just mentors and counseling with my youth pastor and just constant like devotion and prayers really just, not allowing myself it's okay to get down but not allowing yourself to stay down yeah you got to pick yourself up and you got to brush yourself off and you got to think okay god here we go like here's a new day yeah i gotta i gotta know what i gotta do today i can't just sit in my bed and watch seinfeld and just <laughs> let myself exist i gotta do something i can't be lazy yeah exactly. i gotta get something done or nothing's gonna get done 100 percent. you know i totally yeah. agree it's like there's a saying that I don't know where it came from, but it's something that stuck with me for a long time. And, you know, I ask everybody about the best advice they've ever gotten. I'd have to say that this is probably what my answer would be is that change is inevitable, but progress is optional. Yeah. And, you know, absolutely, it's exactly having that mindset of like, okay, yeah, I might not know what's coming, but I know that God called me to something in this area 
I know that God wants me yeah. to do something like this, and this is something that I have a passion for. So I'm going to chase it. And I'm going to go get it. And I'm going to get better at it and things like that. You know, I was having a conversation with somebody last night, actually, and um, they were asking me about uh, relationship advice and kind of going through this situation in their life, and they weren't sure which way to go. And when I was talking to him, I was telling him, you know, we talk all the time about the devil shaping our thoughts and like the devil tempting us in this way, or like the devil getting in our head and thinking, making us think this or making us do that and all this stuff. But we never really talk about God being able to do the same thing. Right. And, you know, like you were saying, you always had a feeling that you weren't going to do a nine to five job. You always had a feeling that you were supposed to change lives, that you were supposed to mold people in that way. That was God putting that inside of you. And Absolutely. that would be a big encouragement I would have to someone who isn't sure what's next, who isn't sure where they're supposed to go. Follow your passions. Don't, don't follow your desires because worldly desires will lead you to terrible things. But your yeah. passions, you know. You've always wanted to change lives. For That is the exact same way for me as it is for you. I see all these people in the world. I see, you know, all these opportunities is what I see inside of people. That's something that my mom has always told me. Like, you always look at people, and you don't see if they're a good person or a bad person. You see the opportunity in them. And, you know, yeah. that's something that I think every person has. They have that innate thing inside of them that God has placed in them that guides them towards their purpose, that guides them yeah. towards their different callings in their lives. And I think that God uses our passions. God uses our thoughts to mold us in that way, just as he uses the situations we go into. Like we were talking about earlier, you know, it says in the Bible that, that God will give you the call. God will give you the vision. God will give you the passion and the place to go when your faith is ready. And if you're not progressing, during the change, your faith is never going to be ready for that call. And like yeah. when I look back in my life, I can relate instantly to like if I wouldn't have gotten injured twice and God brought me out of both of them and enabled me to play baseball again and felt that pain and felt that hurt and seen him lift me out of it, there's no way I would have had the faith to create something like vision. There's no way right. like with you. If you would have never been through the things that you have been through, if you would have never lost the scholarships the first time and then not had the opportunity to play your final season, and if you wouldn't have seen God lift you out of both of those, and if you wouldn't have seen God through your parents and the way that they use them and things like that, you wouldn't have had the faith or the understanding to know, like, you know what, I might not know right now, but God's going to get me there. God's going to take me yeah. to that place, and I'm going to work to get there. That would be a huge thing to any person out there who is wondering, God, where are you? God, what are you doing? God, where am I supposed to go? What step am I supposed to take? All of those things. If you truly want to know, grow. Push harder. Yeah. Follow your passions. You know, things like video games. I played video games so much probably two years ago. Now I've got a yeah. PlayStation 4 sitting on the other side of this room, and I haven't probably played it in like two months because yeah. I have this mindset now of like this ministry is only going to go as far as I go. I've gotten yeah. so addicted almost to the relationship, to the positives 
of having a relationship with God, which God's going to get me for that. He's going to put me through something soon because I'm saying this, but <laughs> I, I've enjoyed so much that it's like, why would I want to let go of it? You know what I mean? And wow. so I want to get everyone else to that same place. I want them to see God's love and experience God's love. It's through growth that you do that. It's through understanding that you do that 100%. And so, yeah, I totally agree with you on the fact that, you know, get people around you that are going to support you and just push harder every day. Because if you're sitting in bed, you're never going to prepare yourself. You're never going to be ready for God's call on your life. You're never going to be ready for that purpose inside of your life. And whenever you're in that situation, there's so many more temptations that can get to you. There's so many more obstacles that can be thrown in your way. And uh, one of the biggest ones in that place could be time, you know. So don't ever waste any time, you know what I mean? Sleep is necessary, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying sleep three hours a day and grind everything else out. I tried that and it does not work well. But yeah, whenever it gets down to it, 100%, do everything you can to chase after God more and more. Because if God wasn't with David, David would have never done all the things that he did. And, you know, I think it's the exact same way with you, Cole. If God wasn't with you, you might still be in Jacksonville right now and Jordan might only be in Vegas. You know, but it was your yeah. mindset. It was your outlook. I'm going to go get this. I'm going to go do what I have to do because I know this is what God's called me to. So I'm going to get there. And God rewarded you for that. And, and I will say kind of what you said about David and the story, yeah. how he wasn't even really supposed to be there. He wasn't in the army exactly at all. And really, that's a lot how you said that I got chills because I really related to that, how what happened. So Jordan, that's crazy. Got called to LA to do a meeting with the content house. And I was just there as a brother. I was just there with my family as a brother and just sitting there and sitting in the meeting. And he, the guy looked at me who ran the entire thing and said, would you move to Vegas too? And I'm thinking, dude, I would live in the closet. If you let me move to Vegas, I don't even need a room. I'm like, bro, just give me that opportunity. And really just, I felt that like, as a God literally patting me on the back and saying, I got you. Like, don't worry. And man, that was just a crazy thing. How I wasn't even supposed to be there. Yeah. And I've, I've, I've heard so many stories about like, especially when I was in football about how, a scout goes to see one guy and they end up seeing a completely different guy and that other guy being their guy. And that's really how I felt in that time, especially with now relating to David, I wasn't even supposed to be there. Man. Yeah. And that's, but that God worked that out to perfection, how I wasn't even supposed to be there, but he still plugged that in. Yeah. And now yeah. I'm living this life that I never even thought I could live, especially after when everything fell in front of me. Yeah, that's crazy. That's the proof of, you know, how God can use different stories for different people to see it, you know, because that's something I would never think of and things like that. But for you, that relates perfectly. That's insane. I got I got chills when you said that, like, dang, that's so cool. But it's crazy just to see, you know, like how couple of years ago me and you were just the little dweebs that were supposed to be athletes and wanted to play with ninja turtles you know what I mean? yeah man. <laughs> we were up here in this room that i was talking about probably uh, it's got to be 
nine years now, eight years, somewhere in there. Yeah, was the last time y'all were over here. But like, yeah, going from those moments, you know, where we were freaking out because we were on Jordan's Musically Live and having those great <laughs> times, to where now, you know, we're all separating and doing our own things, and God's using us all in amazing ways and in different ways, and. I'm so excited to see everywhere that you go. I'm so excited to see all the people that you can impact because I've gotten to see all the behind the scenes stuff. You know, I've gotten to see all the extra things and now being able to see, you know, you in the place that God has truly called you to and you being happy and being comfortable. You know, I think that's a living testament to what every listener here can look at and use that as an example and use that as encouragement. Because it wasn't but a month or two ago that you were in this place of not knowing. The same place that some of these listeners could be in. And if this is a listener who isn't in that place, you've already stepped into your purpose. Or you aren't even really in the place to where you feel like you're in your purpose and you feel like you're in your calling. And this could be something that comes later on for you. This conversation is still for that person also. Because, you know purpose is a process it's not a place and no absolutely i think it's a big thing of like you know i i relate to it all the time uh whenever we're having our bible studies in our community stuff like i talk all the time about how i always have wanted a g-wagon like <laughs> i tell people all the time if i get a g-wagon i made it like that's it yeah i'm good and like now thinking on it like what happens when you get the g-wagon then a Lamborghini Urus drives by and you're like, oh, I need that. I got What's that, next? That. There's no such thing as that place. A exactly. lot of people say, if I could just get to that place, then I'll be happy. Uh, if I could just get to this place, then I'll be happy. There's no such thing as that place. Yeah. Ever. There's no such thing. And that was a huge lie that I was, I, I, I believed in for so long that if I could just, if I could just get to, when I was a kid, if I could just get to Florida State, then I would be happy okay well if if i just get this offer i can be happy if i if i just get the money and get the nfl and get the girl and get the kids and the house everything i'll be happy Mm -hmm. man that's just a lie man because i'm nowhere where i thought i would be and i'm I'm happy you know happiness is really what you make in and that's that belief and the faith that you have is where happiness comes from for sure really joy is 100 percent a choice happiness is a choice absolutely you know and I think it yeah. all comes down to perspective and having that outlook on it and being yeah. able to take it on and take the beatings, take the obstacles, but understand that it's God teaching you through those moments and you know, right. finding happiness and in growth instead of being somewhere or getting to a certain mm-hmm. place because being somebody like you and then someone like me, I could watch somebody yeah. like you on YouTube and be like, dang, I wish I was there. They seem they seem so happy. They seem like they've got yeah. it all together. You know what I mean? Watching a Noah Beck YouTube video or watching like a Sway video or something like that. Like it's easy to fall into the habits, especially in today's world in the social media society and things like that. Social media like, is just a highlight reel. Yeah, bro. and it's one hundred percent you're seeing all this stuff. You're seeing the glorified stuff. And you know. I think that it's gotten to where now some people want that so bad that it draws them away from their true place and things like that. And so 
you know they're chasing the thought exactly they're chasing the thought of 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 happiness in that sense and like i said social media is a highlight reel what you don't see is all the chaos and the blood sweat and tears that are put into just a a youtube video or just the opportunity to even put up that youtube video yeah and like you're chasing something that doesn't exist exactly it's crazy how much work goes into social media it is really insane yeah. because when you watch never video, realized it's like got here. Yeah, when you watch a video, you don't think about yeah. it. But like yeah. take a we can do a TikTok video, for example. TikTok has shortened so many people's attention spans in so yeah. many ways. Because when it comes down to it, when you're scrolling through it, you know, there's a minute long video and it went viral. But if that doesn't catch your attention in five seconds, you're swiping to the next one. And the next one might be a 15-second video that went viral, and you like that one so much more because it had an attracting thing at the very beginning. And, you know, that's that's an algorithm. That's 100%. You know, like, your videos have to be appealing at first. And then also when you're talking about a YouTube video and things like that, you're looking at, you know, the thumbnail. You're looking at the intro. You've got to keep them watching for a certain amount of time. You've got to do all these crazy things so like it's crazy to really think you know how much effort actually has to go into those things and uh that's something that i've learned by watching you by seeing jordan and things like that it's a lot harder than most people think it's wild and it i have a whole newfound respect for all of that stuff because of like how truly in-depth it is like even with this podcast even with the things that vision does in the future we have to kind of think about those things now and how do we keep people engaged how do we keep people involved and things like that so i yeah i think that's where i kind of want to leave it off you know just wrap it up in the form of encouraging the people that are listening you know if you're in that place of not really knowing what's next i i want to tell you a couple of different things and then or, uh, and then Cole, I'll give you a chance to tell him a couple things too. You know, like one, you're not alone. I think that's so important. Understand that you're not alone. Reach out to the people around you. Tell them what's going on. Heck, if you've got to DM me, I'll answer. If you DM Cole, it might be a little bit too. harder. Yeah. It might be a little bit harder. His DMs are probably packed, but if he sees it, I'm sure he'll answer. And whenever it gets down to it, take the people that are around you and understand that you're loved. God loves you so much. God wants you to do great things. God has a calling for your life and a purpose for your life, or else you wouldn't be on this earth. That's something that so many people forget is God created you for a purpose. He didn't just create you to be here. There's a purpose on your life. There's a place that you're supposed to be. There's a place you're supposed to go. You just have to prepare yourself for it and grow in your faith and understand that God is doing big things in your life and wants to do greater things in your life. You just have to hold his hand and keep walking. You know, it doesn't matter how many walls you run into. I promise God's going to reach out his hand and he's going to pick you up over it because there's been so many times in my life that I have felt like I was not moving, like I could not go anywhere, like that wall was unbreakable. And each and every time, it seems like it's taller than the one before. But God's never failed me. And so that's where I want to leave you. You're loved. You're accepted. You're needed. 
in order to create this world into a better place, in order to keep this movement of vision going, we we need you. And don't ever let go of that. Those are my three biggest encouragements and my three biggest pieces of advice to anyone out there who feels this way. Understand that you're loved, you're needed, and you're not alone. Anything from you, Cole? Yeah, man. Really, you hit the nail on the head with that one, bro. But just really, he said you're not alone. Reach out, especially yeah, especially dude, reach out to me. I read, I read my DMs, I read my comments. Um, I will respond as soon as I can. I, I I love helping people. I love that's what I feel like I'm really called to do. And really, I read one of your questions. I kind of want to hit on that real fast. Yeah, go for it. And it is what is your purpose and what that was a really hard thing for me to learn that my purpose was not a football player. My purpose was what I was going to do with that platform, my purpose. And I really, your purpose is not being a, an author or a, a musician or anything else. It's what you do with that platform that you're given, which will show your purpose. Yeah. Really in my, and that's, find your purpose and if when it comes it you'll, you'll know yeah it's when something falls apart it's okay it's it happens to everybody everybody had to go through trial and error to get something if 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 something is worth having then you have to go through hell and back to get it man because if it was easy man, everybody would do it everybody would have it exactly. so really you're not alone your love like you said you're accepted, you're forgiven, you're valuable. Never forget the valuable part, especially when you're not you're not a failure because something didn't work. God put you through that for a reason and a purpose. You got this. Just keep pushing forward and there's the grass is always greener on the other side. Totally. You know, I love that you yeah. said that. I'm glad you mentioned that. I forgot that when I skipped right by it. But you know, understanding yeah. that your purpose isn't being in a place. It's a higher calling than that. It's what you do. Yeah. 100%. Doesn't matter the platform. What matters is what you do with it. 100%. Well, I love yeah, you bro. to death, Cole. Uh, all the listeners. I love you too, man. Appreciate you. So you. much. Uh, Cole, you want to plug yourself here and give your ads? Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Uh, uh, my Instagram and my TikTok are my two main followings. It's uh, Cole Beckham underscore. It's the same for both. And when you go on my Instagram, you can see my YouTube and my Twitter is also plugged in there with the little highlights. But uh, go follow me, reach out. If you ever need anything, reach out, man. I will respond. And I, I love you all to death, man. It's awesome to be here. It's a, it's a pleasure. Man. Heck yeah. All right. That's awesome. Yeah, well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for giving your input. I really feel like we helped a lot of people with this. And uh, I really hope that we reach a lot of people with it because I feel like this is something a lot of people need to hear. And uh, I'm so glad that me and you have the bond we have and we're able to do things like this, that God's blessed us with that. And uh, absolutely, yeah, man. And for real, all you listeners out there, Cole's not just your normal TikTok dude or your normal influencer. He <laughs> really, he means it when he says to reach out. And I know that without a doubt because yeah. Cole's always had my back. He's always been true to his word. And uh, that's something that I'll forever cherish. So, um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Love you so much. Thank you and uh, peace out.
Thank you so much for listening to the Visionary Podcast. I hope what you heard today touched you and helped you grow. If you would like to learn more about what we are doing here at Vision Ministries, you can check us out on Instagram at B-Z-N-M-I-N, Vision Men. If you enjoyed what you heard today, feel free to leave a review. Give us five stars. Let us know what you think. And then if you also have any ideas of other topics you would like to hear from us, hit us up on Instagram, DM us, tell us that you've enjoyed it, or tell us of potential ideas, potential topics that you would like to hear. And also ask us any questions about the ministry and what we're doing. We would love to connect with you, and we would love to invest in you. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a great day.